you've been through From the bloody cross on top of Calvary To the beach of Malibu Everybody knows it's coming upon Take one last look at this sacred heart Before it blows And everybody knows Everybody knows Everybody knows That's how it goes Everybody knows Everybody knows Everybody knows That's how it Association, WZBC 90.3, Boston College. Everybody knows the fight was fixed. The poor stay poor. The rich get rich. That's how it goes. Everybody knows. The great Leonard Cohen there off of his record, I'm Your Man, from 1988, his eighth record. We'll be doing a special on Leonard Cohen tonight, playing a lot of his songs, uh, a lot of great interpretations of his music over the last several decades. Uh, As you probably know, he passed away last week at the age of 82. Uh, He had just put out a a new record called You Want It Darker. Uh, His music is... So emotional and so uh, effective on so many levels. He was just an outstanding lyricist. He had such a gift for words, and his music meant so much to me and to so many others. And I'm really looking forward to just going into his world uh, for a for a short time here. Maybe I was one for a while. Also, the title singer was kindly accorded me even though I could barely carry a tune. For many years, I was known as a monk. I shaved my head and wore robes and got up very early. I hated everyone, but I acted generously and no one found me out. My reputation as a ladies' man was a joke 
It caused me to laugh bitterly through the 10,000 nights I spent alone. From a third-story window above the Parc de Portugal, I've watched the snow come down all day. As usual, there's no one here, there never is. Mercifully, the inner conversation is cancelled by the white noise of winter. I am neither the mind, the intellect, nor the silent voice within. That's also cancelled. And now, gentle reader, in what name, in whose name, do you come to idle with me in these luxurious and dwindling realms of aimless privacy? This I could not do I took my gun and vanished I have changed my name so often I've lost my wife and children But I have many friends And some of them are with me shelter kept us hidden in the garret then the soldiers came she died without a whisper 
There were three of us this morning I'm the only one this evening But I must go on The frontiers are my prison Oh, the wind, the wind is blowing Through the graves the wind is blowing Freedom soon will come Then we'll come from shadow Les amants étaient chez moi Ils me disent, signe-toi Mais je n'ai pas peur
certain Only drowning men could see him He said all men will be sailors then Until the sea shall free them Yeah, 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 yeah But he himself was broken Long before the sky would open Forsaken, almost human Wisdom like a stone And you won't travel with him And you won't travel blind Cause you think maybe you can trust him Cause he's touched your perfect body with his mind Association, WCBC 90.3, Boston College, and that was Nina Simone's version of Suzanne and Songs from a Room. Before that, The Partisan. Adam Glassi is here. Thank you for coming in. Hey, thanks for having me. He is probably best known for his work with Reverend Glassi and his band Gunmother, and we're both longtime Leonard Cohen fans, so I thought I'd ask him to come in and, and, and share thoughts on this uh, this great Great songwriter. Can you talk about the first time you uh, you remember hearing him? How did he come into your your life? Yeah, so I I became fond of Leonard Cohen when I was eighteen, and I guess I had heard um, everyone knows, everybody knows. Prior to that, from um, God was it? What was the movie? Pump up, Pump the, up volume. the volume. I was yeah. just gonna say I yeah. was in. You know, I'm showing my age here, but I was yeah. in high school. Yep. And you know that was that was the song that that really did it for me because I remember he had the pirate radio show. Yep. Right. And he always opened his his show with that song. And I thought, what is that? That voice, the voice just kill me. Who is this guy? Right. You know, I don't know that I appreciated it at the time. I I actually I was um you know I had a roommate right when I graduated from high school and I was still living in Boulder. Um, and you know, we both worked at coffee shops, right? And she had that first Best of Leonard Cohen record, and I just, I just fell in love with it. Like this is a, 
this is folk music for the apocalypse, which meant a lot to me at the time because at that point I had, you know, I sworn off rock and roll music for Nick Cave and Leonard Cohen mm-hmm. and all these dark yeah. songwriters. But here was actually um, a passionate voice, and uh, you know, he's kind of been with me as I've grown since then. Yeah, I like that he, you know, he, he's taking really complex ideas, right? And he's kind of, you know, he's kind of forming a vehicle for these really complex ideas. Yeah. Um, and it, but it's but it's so universal, you know. I mean, every there's so many people all over the globe that are just huge uh, fans of these songs because for me, you know, they've they've been guides, you know, for for a lot of just going through all kinds of stages of life, you yeah. know, breaking up falling in love you know growing up and all these things uh to me he's just been a huge a huge influence and of course as a songwriter <laughs> yeah uh, there's nobody nobody better no and i and i think just as an artist and what art means you know and what the creation of art means and the importance of what we do and the importance of what we create and our creations are a, a life unto themselves um i i think that's that's quite important i um you know a, a good example would be, you know, Hallelujah took years for him to write. Right. Because it starts as a concept and then the concept um, becomes an intellectual idea and then the intellectual ideal is iterated upon into where it's simplified and it's made human. And and what I appreciate about Leonard Cohen's songs is all of his songs were very, very human. Yeah, they had that warmth and that empathy, you know. Yeah. Um, it's funny you mentioned Hallelujah because that's one of the songs that has been so p- overplayed. And totally overplayed. So it's a beautiful song, <laughs> but I we it's funny because you sent me a list and your list almost exactly matched mine. And huh. the one cover of of Hallelujah that we both love is the John Cale version. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that version of of him on solo piano. And it I think we should we should go into this because I have an interview of him of him talking about Hallelujah, and and. He, you know, he he talks a lot about how you know this song took him years. You know, yeah. he went through many many verses, and to me that uh, that really hit home for me because you know I'm someone who's very slow when it comes to writing, and he talks about building up in mm-hmm. order to tear down. In other words, you you know you've got to you've got to at least get to a finishing point before you realize it won't work. Right. Right. And there's that this iteration of 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 trying to get get the right verse and and your songs i mean some of your songs are many many verses i always wonder when i see you it's like how does he remember all those verses my god you know but yeah. but that's got to be something that it has been instilled in you as well right this whole concept of really really focusing on on the uh, on the words and, yeah. and getting it right well for me it's it's funny i, I think as i've gotten older i've i've gotten um i've become more attentive to what right, I'm trying right. to say in the in the glass side days, uh, I would I would fake it a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. If I couldn't remember the words, I would just make. Them oh up. yeah, 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 sure. Um, but I I don't know. The older I got, the, the, the older, older I get, the the more I become more refined about wanting to be meaningful in what I say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, there's there's a lot of talk about. Well, there's I think there's many different ways of writing a song, but he's someone that. It really spends a long time on the words, and and there are people that maybe Bob Dylan is someone who it just flows. You know, maybe he maybe he's able to just write it down and in, in you know in in five minutes. But but Leonard Cohen, you do when you hear these songs, you do get the sense that he's really working on 
Yeah. You know, eliminating the slogans and, and, and really just trying to get to something, you know, it's the meat the, of it. It's the destruction versus the deliberation. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, and, exactly. And I think they both have uh, they both have a place. Um, and they're both incredibly important. I think uh, Dylan is important for um, before for his acute observation and destruction and and Leonard Cohen is is more deliberative and poetic. Right. That's right. Yeah, let's listen to this. This is an interview from uh, I believe this was an interview on uh, Jarvis Cocker's Sunday service. He was mm. a he was a special guest on that show. In the case of Hallelujah, which I wrote over the space of at least four years, I wrote many, many verses. I don't know if it was 80, might be more or a little less, but the trouble, my trouble, it's not the world's trouble and it's a tiny trouble. So I don't want you to think that this is a significant trouble. (laughs) But my tiny trouble is that before I can discard a verse, I have to write it and I have to work on it and I have to polish it and bring it to as close to finished as I can. And it's only then that I can discard it. So the process is, takes a long, long time. I can work on a verse a long, long time until I understand that it isn't any good. But I can't discard it before it's finished. So for that reason, it takes me a long time to finish the song. I heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord But you don't really care for music, do you? It goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift The baffled king composing hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Faith was strong, but you needed proof. You saw her bathing on the roof, her beauty and the Show it to me, do you? 
It's true that all the men you knew were dealers who said they were through with dealing every time you gave them shelter. I know that kind of man. It's hard to hold the hand of anyone who's reaching for the sky just to surrender. Who is reaching for the sky just to surrender. And then sweeping up the jokers that he left behind, you find he did not leave you very much, not even laughter. Like any dealer, he was watching for the card that is so high and wild, he'll never need to deal another. He was just some Joseph looking for a manger. He was just some Joseph looking for a manger. And then leaning on your windowsill, he'll say one day you caused his will to weaken with your love and warmth and shelter. And then taking from his wallet an old schedule of trains, he'll say, I told you when I came I was a stranger. But now another stranger seems to want you to ignore his dreams as though they were the burden of some other. Oh, you've seen that man before, his golden arm dispatching cards, but now it's rusted from the elbow to the finger. And he wants to trade the game he plays for shelter. Yes, he wants to trade the game he knows for shelter. Now oh, you hate to watch another tired man lay down his hand like he was giving up the holy game of poker. And while he talks his dreams to sleep, you notice there's a highway that is curling up like smoke above his shoulder. It's curling just like smoke above his shoulder. You tell him to come in, sit down, but something makes you turn around. The door is open, you can't close your shelter. You try the handle of the road, it opens. Do not be afraid, it's you, my love, you who are the stranger. It is you, my love, you who are the stranger. Well, I've been waiting, I was sure we'd meet between the trains we're waiting for. I think it's time to board another. Please understand, I never had a secret chart to get me to the heart of this or any other matter. Well, he talks like this, you don't know what he's after. When he speaks like this, you don't know what he's after. Let's meet tomorrow if you choose upon the shore Beneath the bridge that they are building on some endless river Then he leaves the platform for the sleeping car that's warm You realize he's only advertising one more shelter And it comes to you, he never was a stranger And you say, okay, the bridge or someplace later And then sweeping up the jokers that he left behind You find he did not leave you very much, not even laughter 
like any dealer, he was watching for the cart that is so high and wild, he'll never need to deal another. He was just some Joseph looking for a manger. He was just some Joseph looking for a manger. And leaning on your windowsill, he'll say one day you caused his will to weaken with your love and warmth and shelter. And then taking from his wallet an old schedule of trains, he'll say, I told you when I came I was a stranger. I told you when I came I was a stranger. I told you when I came I was a stranger. association that was Leonard Cohen we're doing a special on Leonard Cohen here on WZBC that was the stranger song off of songs of Leonard Cohen and then before that John Cale's version of Hallelujah and of course Leonard Cohen talking about uh, how long it takes him to to write Adam Glassi is here thanks for coming in yeah thanks for having me yeah and you you brought in some suggestions um one of the one of the suggestions was off this record, Songs of Love and Hate, and we have it on vinyl here. I'm looking at the cover, and uh, he's he's smiling uh, <laughs> on the cover. But the, the, the record is um, one of his darker records. There's some, I mean, the, the title says it all, right? Yeah, I mean, his, his, I think in that record in particular, it really does straddle that line between the beautiful and the passionate and the sorrowful right. and, the, and the miserable. And I think, um, you know, his 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 background was was particularly theological, right? And so, and if you think about about the way that he kind of brought in the spiritual into his life, there's there's a lot of that that he was connecting through without it, you know, throughout his entire life. For for a period there in in California, he was. Um uh, part of a, a Zen Buddhist mm-hmm. group, right? Yep. There was a guy named uh, Roshi, I guess, mm-hmm. that, uh, that he spent a lot of time with. Yep. And I don't know if that was a, a means of kind of just getting away from it all, <laughs> you know? I don't or, think it was that. I think it was it was finding a solid place in the world. I mean, you know, when 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 Leonard Cohen was pronounced dead, I yeah, I, I wasn't sad exactly. I was a celebratory that here's this human being who lived. A fulfilled life. He found that fulfillment through these different stages of his existence, right. along with his stay at Mount Baldy. I mean, I think I think he um, he found his peace in the world, which is why I think this record in particular is so important because those are the two the two cliffs. So this record is like it is the cataclysm, you know, yeah. that sets off that path to finding some sort of serenity. Right. Yeah, he did have those turns where where you know, was, this was I think this was one of them. Yeah. One of those sharp angles, right? Mm-hmm. Um this record didn't really sound like anything else. And um yeah, maybe we can play a, another cover of a of a song off of this called Avalanche. Mm-hmm. Right, which I think that was also on your list the Nick Cave yeah. the Nick Cave version which is yeah. really an interesting interesting take on it. Yeah, really dive it into the gloom. <laughs> yeah, let's go into the gloom. Like, <laughs> let's go dark. We got to yep. go dark. Yeah. And you know, his 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 uh 
the other thing that's so inspiring is he was working right up until, uh, you know, he, he passed away. I mean, they said he was writing, you know, the last few weeks. And, of course, he, he, he put out three records in the last in the last ten years, and all of them were, were great. The last one is, we should play a couple tracks off of that. We should. Well. It's, it's a, a beautiful record. record. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's play, let's play a track off of this. This is Songs of Love and Hate, and uh, you picked Last Year's Man. Right? Yep. You're listening to ZBC. This is Free Association. Boston College. a Jew's harp on the table That's a crayon in his hand And the corners of the blueprint Are ruined since they rolled Far past the stems of thumbtacks That still throw shadows on the wood And the skylight is like skin For a drum I'll never mend And all the rain falls down Amen On the works of last year's man I met a lady, she was playing With her soldiers in the dark Oh, one by one she had to tell them That her name was Joan of Arc I was in that army Yes, I stayed a little while I want to thank you, Joan of Arc, for treating me so well. And though I wear a uniform, I was not born to fight. All these wounded boys you lie beside. Good night, my friends, good night. came upon a wedding that old families had contrived. Be- 
Bethlehem the bridegroom Babylon the bride Great Babylon was naked Oh, she stood there trembling for me And Bethlehem inflamed us both Like the shy one at some orgy When we fell together All our flesh was like a veil That I had to draw aside To see the serpent eat its tail Some women wait for Jesus And some women wait for Cain So I hang upon my altar And I hoist my axe again And I take the one who finds me Back to where it all began Jesus was the honeymoon And Cain was just the man And we read from pleasant Bibles That are bound in blood and skin But the wilderness is gathering All its children back again Falls down on last year's man. An hour has gone by and he has not moved his hand. But everything will happen if he only gives the word. will rise up and the mountains touch the ground but the skylight is like skin for a drum I'll never mend and all the rain falls down amen on the works of last disappointment and with bewilderment uh, we all are living with these dark forces that uh, modify our lives I think the manual for living with defeat is to uh, first of all acknowledge the fact that everyone suffers 
that everyone is engaged in a mighty struggle for self-respect, for meaning, for significance. I think the first step would be to recognize that your struggle is the same as everyone else's struggle and that your suffering is the same as everyone else's suffering. I think that's the beginning of um, a responsible life. Otherwise, we're in a continual battle, a savage battle with each other, unless we recognize that each of us suffers in the same way, there is no possible solution, political or social or spiritual. So that would be the beginning, the recognition that we all suffer. Ask for you. I 
favorite drunk good for one more laugh then we both ran out of luck and luck was all we had you put on a uniform to fight the civil war I tried to join but no one liked the side I'm fighting for so let's drink to when it's over and let's drink to when we meet I'll be waiting on this corner where there used to be a street. It wasn't all that easy when you up and walked away. But I'll leave that little story for another rainy day. I know your burden's heavy as you wheel it through the night. The guru says it's empty, but that doesn't mean it's light. So let's drink to when it's over and let's drink to when we meet. I'll be standing on this corner where there used to be a street. You left me with the dishes and a baby in the bath and you're tight with the militias and you wear their, their camouflage. Well, I guess that makes us equal, but I want to march with you. Uh, just an extra in the sequel to the old red, white, and blue. So let's drink to when it's over and let's drink to when we meet. I'll be waiting on this corner where there used to be a street. It's going to be September now for many years to come. Many hearts adjusting to that strict September drum. I see the ghost of culture with numbers on his wrist salute some new conclusion that all of us have missed. So let's drink to when it's over and let's drink to when we meet. I'll be waiting on this corner where there used to be a street.
fade out <laughs> that's death of a ladies man iodine from that uh that controversial uh release from 1977 leonard cohen adam glass is here thanks for coming in yeah thanks for having me that's uh and before that we played uh the, this great cover of um avalanche by nick cave and the bad seeds that's the first track off of his first record as a matter of fact from her to eternity and uh, last year's man topped the set off from Songs of Love and Hate. Yeah, I read all kinds of crazy stories about Death of a Ladies Man. This is another kind of. Um, my understanding was that this was kind of a dark period in his in his life. He was kind of um, getting separated, and and then he was dealing this, this course with his collaboration with Phil Spector. Yeah, well, so you know, I think his um, he had released four records before then, prior to Death of a Ladies Man, that were. Um, 
considered cult success folk records in an era where everything had to be somewhat successful, right? right where they would right. grab as many songwriters as possible who made it was great, who didn't, they would drop. And I think they wanted, really wanted to see Larry Cohen do something else. So around that time, he had um, he had taken up with this musician named John Lessauer, who ended up arranging all of the music for the record prior to that, which is called New, New Skin for an Old Ceremony. And um, they were working on a record with a lot of these same songs that ended up being on Death of a Ladies Man called Songs of Rebecca. I see. Um, that the label shot down. Oh, man other shot down. I didn't know that. Interesting. And then they pushed him towards Phil Spector saying, nope, we're going to get you a hit. And I think it ultimately ended up being a pretty wretched record overall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> enjoyable in, in some ways. It is enjoyable. Uh, not a particularly successful venture, neither uh, economically or artistically, for Leonard Cohen. I mean, he was very unhappy. He disowned it, it right. he ultimately. Did, yeah, yeah. Right. and I think there's, I think there might have been one song that ended up on the tour rotation through the early '80s, but that was interesting. It. But it's interesting because you see, you listen to some of these songs, and you know, like Bob Dylan, I was hanging out at the studio at the time, and Allen Ginsberg was hanging out in the studio, studio, and so their backup vocals appear throughout the record, and it's kind of like it's your typical, probably cocaine fueled late exactly, '70s, yeah, right. you know, Malibu uh, venture. Guns on the Neve console. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and and what a what a wonderful story about about the art of selling out. Yeah, exactly you know, right. I mean, we were just talking about that. With we can go through the the you know the the artists like David Lynch talks about that with Dune, yeah. where he just he didn't have final cut, and no. you know he he basically disowned it. Where it was just he was not happy with it, and things got out of his out of his control. I yeah. can kind of see see things getting out of his control in a situation like that, where you have these big personalities like Phil Spector kind right. of throwing their weight around, right? Right. On on I think the there's a a quote I'm gonna try to say but I think I'll mangle it. I think one of the reviews called this the extravagant extrovert produces the fatalistic introvert. And that's <laughs> right. death of a ladies man. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> well that was good that was good to play a track off of that because it's so different. It yeah. got the contrast is is startling. Well I want to play a um a, a piece off of this great uh I think it was two thousand five how Wilner produced this great um concert of great artists singing Leonard Cohen songs. And one of them, and this was both on both of our lists, was um, Anthony singing If It Be Your Will. Yeah. And what an incredible uh, performance. It's beautiful. Yeah, and I thought we would play that. Uh, and I think this was 2005, 2006. Um, Anoni, I guess it's now. Anoni, mm -hmm. uh, If It Be Your Will. This is WCBC Free Association. If it be your will that I speak no more, and my voice be still as it was before, I will speak no more. I shall abide and tell. Spoken for If it be your will If 
it's not a level playing game for either of us, for either the men or the women. Uh, this is the, uh, the most challenging activity that, uh, uh, that humans get into, which is love, you know, where we, we, have, we have the sense that we can't live without love, that life has very little meaning without love. So we're invited into this arena, which is a, a very dangerous arena where the, um, the um, possibilities of, uh, uh, for humiliation and failure are, are ample. So uh, there's no, there's no uh, uh, fixed lesson that one, one can, can learn about, about the thing because the heart is always opening and closing. Uh, it's always softening and hardening. Uh, we're always experiencing um, uh, joy or sadness. So there's no, there's no, um, there's no jackpot in the whole enterprise. There's just, you're either going to have the courage because after a certain amount of time, the accumulation of defeats in this realm are going to be um, significant. So uh, I think people that, um, in spite of the defeat, in spite of the uh, impossibility of, of uh, establishing reasonable contacts with the other, the people that are fortunate enough to be able to continue to do that are indeed fortunate. But there are lots of people that close down. And there are times in one's life when one has to close down just to regroup. You know, um, you, you run through the whole gamut of, of experience. But uh, uh, for each other, men for women, women for men, I mean, we are the content of each other. And uh, most people have a woman in their heart most men have a woman in their heart, and most women have a man, a man in their heart. Uh, there are people that, that don't. We, you know, there are monks that don't. Um, but most of us cherish some sort of some sort of uh, dream of surrender. Uh, but these these are, are dreams, and uh, sometimes they're defeated, and and sometimes they're manifested. It's um, it's it's a ferocious uh, uh, activity, you know, where you experience defeat and you experience uh, acceptance and you experience uh, uh, exaltation, and uh, uh, the um, a fixed idea about it will definitely um, uh, cause you a great deal of suffering. Mm -hmm. If if you have the feeling that it's that it's going to be an easy ride, you're going to be disappointed. If you have a feeling that it's, that it's going to be hell all the way, you may be surprised. I loved you in the morning Our kisses deep and warm Your hair upon the pillow Like a sleepy golden storm Yes, many love before us I know that we are not new In city and in forest They smiled like me and you But now it's come to distances And both of us must try Your eyes are soft with sorrow 
Leonard Cohen there from his record Old Ideas that was Come Healing. Adam Glassi is here. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. We're uh, playing all music of Leonard Cohen, and um, it's interesting hearing these, especially that one. There's you know there's always a sense of spirituality in his music, and you know I always you know when even singing his his pieces, it really does feel like almost an incantation. Yeah, you know there's that there's that kind of uh, they're almost like prayers. I, I think it's it's just about bestowing meaning into the the songs i mean the the religious aspect aside the spirituality is kind of in the intent right and i think the the intent is interesting to follow um throughout his his musical life and yeah there's been you know there's been this essence of god but i think what's so beautiful about it is is more that the the songs themselves take on a kind of a um a form of their own outside the artist himself it's bigger than him. Yeah. 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 And there's there's a you know, he's I, he's often said, you know, he's not a religious person, right. but there's that sense of humility. And we were just talking about that off the air with him is you always get this sense of humility in the interviews too, you know, it's just this and to me that's just a hugely refreshing thing especially in this day and age, you know, when everyone's trying to hawk their wares, you know, to have someone who is just such a master uh, uh express such humility and and uh in, in not only in, in in interviews but also in the in the lyrics. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more with that. I think the listening to creation outside of commodity is exactly. is right. just so important. And I you know and the commodity and and art has made me practically a shut in. So I just I think that's um that's that's vital. It's refreshing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, let's play this. This is off of his record, The Future. Um, I'm not sure. This is kind of later. Later years or mid year? Well, yeah, this is early nineties. Okay, and and I think it's you know it's it's Im- important to consider that you know that um this is like I think ninety two, so shortly after the the um, uh, Desert Storm, shortly after the the fall of the Berlin Wall, and this is this record above all else is looking at kind of the state of the world at the time, right? And of course, Anthem is one of his his popular pieces. Yeah, uh, you know, that's where the light gets in. Is one of you know that's been I've heard that, I've seen that quote a lot over the last the last week. It's and a beautiful, it, beautiful, absolutely. Beautiful and the, I think the lyrics of this one actually like they're they're kind of pertinent to this certain time period that we're absolutely. in now as well. Right. Let's listen to this. This is anthem from the future. You're listening to WZBC Free Association. They sang at the break of day. Start again. I heard them say, Don't dwell on what has passed away or what is yet to be. the war they will be fought again the holy dove she will be cut again bought and sold and bought again the dove is never free 
the light gets in We asked for signs The signs were sent The birth betrayed The marriage spent
WZBC 90.3, that's Talia Zedek off of her record Been Here and Gone from 2001, Dance Me to the End of Love. Beautiful piece there uh, from Talia, who's coming in, I think, soon to talk about her band E. Adam Glasseye is here. Thanks for coming in. Hey, thanks. And that was a great uh, recommendation to play Anthem. I'm glad we we grabbed that uh, from the future and then come healing off of old ideas. And I think we should play... The last record, which is a, a beautiful, beautiful statement, yeah. beautiful last record, and I think his son was heavily involved in that. Yeah, his son produced it. Yeah, That's and right. he, he was. I think he, from what I understand, uh, he was pretty sick during a lot of this, and they recorded him in a chair for most of it. That's right. Yeah, he he was he was house ridden. Right. Right. Or confined to barracks, as I think he said. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, a beautiful piece, and you you picked a, one of my favorites off of this called uh, "Steer Your Way." The record is "You Want It Darker," and we've been playing the music of Leonard Cohen tonight. Adam, thanks for coming in. Hey, thanks for having me. You bet. This is Free Association WZBC.
past the ruins of the altar and the mall. Steer your way through the fables of creation and the fall. Steer your way past the palaces that rise above the rot year by year.
There's a beautiful moment in uh, in the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, Arjuna, the general, uh, the great general, he, he, he's, he's standing in his chariot, all of the chariots arrayed for war, and across the valley he sees his opponents, and there he sees not only uncles and aunts and cousins, he sees gurus, he sees, he sees teachers that have taught him, you know, and you know how how the Indians revere that relationship. He, he sees them, and 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 Krishna, one of the mm, mm, expressions of the deity, says to him, you know, "You'll never untangle the circumstances that brought you to this moment. You know, you're a warrior. Arise now, mighty warrior. You know." with the full understanding that they've already been killed, and so have you. you know, this, is just, this is just a play. This is my will. You're caught up in the circumstances that I determined for you, that you did not determine for yourself. So arise, you're a noble warrior. Embrace your destiny, your fate, and, uh, and stand up and do your duty. <laughs>